Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. My name is Marcia. Today we talk about fleecing God. What is fleecing God? It is a term I have heard pastors use, but to look it up in the dictionary, I only find that it's a material made of wool, fleece that comes from sheep and other animals. Why then is this term used? In Judges 6, 36, 40, we learn that Gideon needed confirmation of what God wanted him to do. God called Gideon to fight a battle. If you recall, in an earlier podcast I did, called Recruited by God, you will remember that Gideon wanted God to relieve his people and send someone to defeat the enemy. God called Gideon to be that one who would bring deliverance. Gideon wanted to know beyond a shadow of a doubt what God was telling him to go and do. Did he really need to go into battle? He really needed that confirmation from God. Gideon chose to use the wool, the fleece, and God's miraculous signs as his confirmation. In Judges 6.36 to Judges 6.40 And Gideon said unto God, If thou wilt save Israel by mine hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the floor. And if the dew be on the fleece only, and it be dry upon all the earth beside, Then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said. And it was so, for he rose up early on the morrow, and thrust the fleece together, and wringed the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. And Gideon said unto God, Let not thine anger be hot against me, and I will speak but this once. Let me prove, I pray thee, but this once with the fleece, let it now be dry, only upon the fleece and upon the ground, let there be dew. And God did so that night, for it was dry upon the fleece only, and there was dew on all the ground. Remember back in Judges 6.16, the Lord had told Gideon that he would be with him. It informs us in Judges sixteen seventeen, And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianite as one man. And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. Gideon needed that assurance that he was hearing this, and he asked for that sign from God that God was actually talking to him. Whether we ask God for something or he tells us to do something, we want to know that we are getting the information from him. We need that confirmation. I'm not criticizing Gideon, but I'm saying from my point of view that as we ask God questions, we do need to trust him. We willingly go to him 
in trust in the first place when we ask for things or we ask him to do something for us. So if we go to him in trust, asking him to do something for us, then we need to carry that trust through and wait for him to deliver and give us the answer that we are seeking. I believe that when God places us on a mission to do something, he will often give that confirmation. I have had that happen to me personally. I know others have also commented that they've received confirmation on something that they had prayed about. That confirmation can come from anyone at any given time. It's all in how God chooses to give it. Moses spoke with God and voiced his concerns that he needed to be believed when he went before Pharaoh. And God sent him and he gave him instructions on what to do. God let him know that he would give miraculous signs. As it states in Exodus 4.1, And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thy hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand, and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. And thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. I included the next few verses, which is Exodus 7, 10 through 12, because I also wanted to show how the enemy will rise up at times and try to duplicate what the Lord does in an effort to show power or to scare us off. But God, who is all power, has the last word. No one, no human, or no dark force can overpower God. He reigns supreme. He always has, and he always will, forever. Exodus seven ten through 12 reads, And Moses and Aaron went in unto Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded, and Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers and the magicians of Egypt. They also did like manner with their enchantments, for they cast down every man's rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up the rods. Aaron's rod, Aaron, Moses's brother, whom God sent with Moses to carry out this mission. He threw his rod down, they duplicated it, but his rod swallowed their rods up. 
God will always equip those that he calls to do his work, whatever that work is. Keeping in mind the trust that we place in God, there are times when we ask him to do something for us, to give us a sign if he wants us to do it or not do it. But I would say, where is your level of trust in him in the first place when you start asking for signs? Keep in mind, when he tells you to do something, he gives confirmation to you in ways that are not expected. It might come from a person. It might come from a situation. It may come from someone that you had an encounter with that you don't even know. But their purpose is just to give confirmation. When you ask God for something, wait on him and trust him to do it. When he is ready to answer your prayer, it will happen. We cannot rush God. He will answer our prayers, but he will do it in his timing and not ours. In conclusion, we might consider after asking him for things to ask him to show us how to prepare ourselves from a personal standpoint to receive that thing that we are asking for. That in itself may take some time and we won't have time to wonder what's taking so long. But instead, we'll be working on ourselves and our personal best. Remember, if we take it to God and ask him to work it out or to bless us with it, then we need to trust him to do that. My closing prayer, Lord, give each of us the confidence that you will give answer to our prayers. Allow us to recognize your confirmation that is placed before us. As our prayers are answered, it increases our faith. I pray we will develop a strong faith in trusting you and waiting on you. In Jesus' name, amen.